And tonally, Lightfall is kind of all over the place. You have some moments that are really serious, and then right after that, you go talk to Nimbus, and he's like, Watcha! What's up? I'm a cool uh, hipster kid. Yeah, it's like, what the? Nimbus, <laughs> look up. Yeah, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Michael. And welcome to E10+. Plus. been blessed by the bungee gods once again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lightfall. We've got a new Destiny 2 DLC. We always get uh, we always get some pretty big hype around these um, as they come out. Uh, sometimes there's more hype than with other DLCs. I feel like this was one of the bigger ones. Hype-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. There was a lot of hype. And because a lot of things have been leading up to this, uh, Lightfall right. has been a much-anticipated expansion and is the second-to-last expansion in the Light and Dark saga mm-hmm. in Destiny. So what's coming after that for Destiny? It's the final shape. Yeah. And that's supposed to be the end Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, big things. <laughs> big, you know, <laughs> to say the uh, least, right? This uh, with this DLC, we've got some more new. Uh, we've got another new uh, subclass. We've got the typical new Destiny stuff that we get at every refresh. Um, new weapons. Yeah, new weapons, new, new location, weapons. new armor. The new raid is going to drop on March 10th. Right, that's coming out really soon. So maybe we'll talk about that when that comes out. Hmm. But some some really cool stuff. The as always, we've got the new plot that comes with the DLC. Um, this one is interesting. So story wise. Your your guardian, uh, it starts you out space battle. Ooh, cool! I love um, bungee cinematics. They honestly, they're they've so good. Really impressive. Um, then we've got this guy with some wicked hair. He flies <laughs> out of his spaceship to the traveler, and uh, we're not a fan of this, as one might imagine. It's a big no-no. Big no-no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch the trap. <laughs> Big no no. Stay away from my uh-huh. ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so big no no. We get angry, but he splits everything in half, so we can't do anything. We crash land on Neptune. I was tapping on my head because I know this. Um <laughs> And uh, what's what's the city called? Neomuna. Neomuna. Uh, we're there. We meet some new people. The Cloud Striders. Um, the Cloud Striders riding on their magic surfboard things. Who's that guy? Is it Arcane? Who, like, there's a guy. There's Echo in Arcane who has a surfboard. Something like that. But there's that. also the Silver Surfer from. No, I'm not thinking of Silver okay. Surfer. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we got these people riding on these really cool space surfboard things. Um, I guess one may call them hoverboards. <laughs> uh, pretty cool. 
Um, Neomuna itself, very interesting, very cool, um, very different mm-hmm. from what we've seen before. We'll get into that more later. Yeah. Um, is there anything else story-wise? That's kind of the yeah. intro that Major you Major overarching idea the... is that the witness has been in pursuit of the traveler. He's mm-hmm. con- commanding the darkness, the forces of the darkness. He caused the collapse. If you're big on Destiny lore, this will mean something to you. If you've never heard of <laughs> Destiny before, I'm spewing nonsense. The witness wants to create something called the final shape. Right. And before they can create that, they need access to something called the veil. In communicating with the traveler, they learn that the veil is on Neptune. Mm-hmm. And it is a race against time as we try to prevent the witness and his forces with Emperor Callus right. from reaching the veil. Ah, I forgot to bring up Emperor Callus. He's back the again. The big boy. Uh-huh. Big chunky boy. Our favorite. <laughs> um, he's also a fun character. I'm glad. He's I love back. his character. Yeah. He's so fun to listen mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah, kudos to that voice actor. I don't know who does it, but kudos. He's a really cool character to listen to. Um, so yeah, that's the the general plot of Lightfall. It's your goal throughout the thing. You're trying to stop this Ember Callus's forces from getting to the Vale. And the entire time, you're also unraveling the new subclass of Strand. Mm-hmm. Getting into gameplay, that's where kind of, that's where Strand takes us. Yeah, because that's the biggest gameplay change mm-hmm. that this DLC brings. Like always, when when we get a new subclass from Destiny, it's that's going to affect the gameplay. And this one, uh, in a really cool way alters the actual way that you play, I think. (laughs) Typically what we get from these new subclasses is now my character throws something different or, (laughs) you know, something like that. And it's always fun um, and it's always really cool and, and you find your favorite subclasses to use. But this one... It feels it, it changes so much more because typically in these changed subclasses, the big difference is your super. Mm-hmm. Like that's what changes. And it alters. We kind of got a little bit of alteration with the ice subclasses. Stasis, like yeah. th- that kind of altered the way that you could play because of the new um, barriers and stuff that you could create. Um, Having, like, ice wall grenades instead of just exploding grenades. So that kind of changed it. But this, I feel, changes gameplay in a much bigger way because it totally gets rid of um, grenades. It gives you more punches. It it encourages a different kind of gameplay. Yeah. And that's not to say that grenades are entirely removed from the strand subclass. Right. right. However, uh, introduced in the story and what you play with the most time, and chances are... What you're going to stick with is going mm-hmm. to be the grapple. Which is a blast. It's so it's fun. fun. It's a cool mechanic. It's some again, it's something different to Destiny, which different in a good way. Because we'll touch on later. There are things that Destiny has been doing in their DLCs over time, um, maybe complicating things <laughs> more than I feel they need to be. Um <laughs> But this is a very welcome new mechanic. It's cool. 
it feels really fun to play with and it it adds it's not just fun in that i'm like oh i'm going to now grapple on to a titan using his super flying across the map and that'll be goofy it's like i can jump across some way grapple to an enemy swing into them punch them shoot the person next to them it's like it does actually alter the way you deal with enemies mm-hmm. there there are some complaints as you play through the main story uh if you played destiny beyond light stasis was a major part of the story and a lot of the missions revolved around you learning about stasis and how to use it and switching into stasis. Now, a complaint that some people have had, uh, which I recognize, personally, it didn't bother me too much, but I there were some bugs I encountered as well. But as you're playing through the main story, there are sections where it uh, forces, air quotes, not all the time, but most of the time, it forces you to use Strand, the new subclass, and you learn how to use it. You get access to the grapple, you get access to your new melee ability. You get access to your super. However, a major part of Destiny for a lot of people is build crafting. Either you look up the best builds for the subclass that you're running, or you are experimenting with trying something for yourself to come up with a build that will suit your playstyle. Right. And the issue a lot of people have through the story is when you're forced to use this new subclass, you're no longer optimized. Mm-hmm. And... When you're playing legendary difficulty, that can be a pain because suddenly your abilities aren't recharging as quickly. And you're having to get familiar with it. And you're having to get familiar with a new play style use. with the subclass. And there there are sections where you become empowered in the subclass, so your super recharges faster, your abilities mm-hmm. recharge faster. Um, but there were also some bugs that I personally encountered when I was switched to the strand subclass where some of the abilities that you get as you're playing through the story, uh, they wouldn't activate for me, which was a little... Annoying. It definitely mm-hmm. caused some deaths that I did not want <laughs> to happen. But yeah, and this getting into like the build crafting and and the, it kind of bleeds between uh, gameplay and design. I'm going to talk about it while we're on gameplay here. I am not a fan. <laughs> I don't like it. I miss the old days of Destiny. <laughs> Because you haven't touched it since uh, the new stuff was introduced. You haven't played Beyond mm-hmm. Light. And so you've missed the entire subclass 3.0 right. introduction. And so, yeah, this my portion of the review is coming from somebody who played all of Destiny 1, who played Destiny 2 for a while up to, what, Beyond Light? Shadow Keep is the last Shadow extension. Keep. Yeah. Not to say I haven't touched the game but I like when I would hop on, it would be to help friends in Crucible or something like that. They're just, hey, you want to hop on and do that? And I'm like, yeah, it's fun. And so that's, you know, or, or help with like a, a individual strike or something like that. And so coming into it after missing this, I guess, maybe slow introduction yes. of these different elements they stack on to each other. Like, I don't know how many waves this took for them to get to the point they're at now, but I'm not even a new player to the game. Like, I've played Destiny, but just imagining what it's like for somebody who's never even touched the game coming into it, it is tedious, and it is... (laughs) It's too much, and it's complicated... 
in a way that I feel it doesn't change the way you play enough for it to matter to me. <laughs> and so, like, I, I was going through all of these little things inside the subclass, looking at all these little uh, elements and aspects and things that I, I need to change. And I got to a point where I'm just like, Never mind, and I just left it be, and I just played with how with how my character was already built. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I'm like, I, and maybe there are some people who are going to disagree with me in a big way, and they're like, no, I crave this this crazy specific alteration. But uh, that's not for me. I I liked um the way. That you were able to alter the subclass that you had in little ways, but through things like the armor you were wearing or um, the exotics you were using. And that would alter the subclass in little ways to allow you to bend your your character more specifically in one direction. Like you're like, I want to focus on this, so I'll wear this kind of armor and I'll use this exotic. Versus now where it's like, there's just so much there, and I just, ugh, I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> as, as with anything in the Destiny community, it's a divisive subject. Because mm-hmm. going from Witch Queen into Lightfall, Bungie took major strides in simplifying the build crafting system. Simplifying? Yeah. So th- this is a simplified... <laughs> this is simplified from what it was beforehand, because with armor mods... Uh, there was a lot of variation because you had your either your elemental well builds, your Ikelos, uh orb builds, or your just uh, charged with light builds. And the armors were the abilities you had access to were based on the different elements of the armors. And a, a lot of that has been cut back into the armor charge system. And it's all like a unified system across armors now, uh, which is simpler. A lot of people were upset about that because they liked having the specificity of controlling very minute aspects of their builds. And also introduced with Lightfall is the loadout system. And so after spending tedious amounts of time build crafting, you can now save those builds that you have, the builds that you prefer, instead of having to have eight different pieces of armor Mm -hmm. where, oh, I need to equip these ones for this build and change it out. I'm always a fan of something like that because for someone like me who... You know, the majority of the time when there's not uh, something new like Lightfall, I'm spending in, like, Crucible or something. That's a very different loadout that you want between Absolutely. doing Crucible and doing a strike. And even between doing different strikes, you know, depending on what uh, uh, effects they have in place for the strike. Mm-hmm. And so that that is something that I'm a fan of. But the rest of it <laughs> should be cut back more. <laughs> Do you? I don't know. Destiny diehards can get mad at me, but it's too much. <laughs> if you want anybody else to join in the game, it's like, do you want the game to stay limited to only the people who have been playing it since Destiny 2's release? Or do you want to leave room for people who are either trying the game for the first time, who are who who played at the start of Destiny 2 but now are just hopping back on? And I feel like you should leave room for those people. As, as is with everything... 
there's always the online guides you can look up as well. If build right. crafting is not your thing, if you don't want to look at how each uh, fragment is going to alter the minor aspects of your subclass, mm -hmm. you can always look up online a fantastic build. There are lots of guides, lots of very helpful YouTubers who offer the specifics of what kind of armor mods you want to be running, what kind of subclass you want to use. They suggest exotic weapons to work well with it. And you'll find yourself in a build that absolutely carries you through everything. And so the, there are always easier ways for it for people who aren't into it. But then it is also fair to say that one shouldn't have to leave a video game to learn how to get better at it. Right. Depending on how much time you want to put mm -hmm. into Destiny. Personally, I love messing around with builds. Uh, I love playing with the different armor mods, seeing how I can alter things. And so it, it really is dependent on how you like to play your games. Right. But that's only the build crafting that we've been talking about. And that's <laughs> right. That's a, a big the, part of the, the gameplay itself. I have been, d despite all my complaints about the build crafting, I've been having a blast. The level design is really fun. It lends itself well to... I've been playing um, solo just mm. because I'm too busy to be able to find time to play with other people right now. And so for the campaign, I've been playing myself just alone. And I've been playing in the legendary uh, game mode. Only way to play. And it has been challenging. And it's been a ton of fun. I've I've been loving it. A, I've been... Coming off of a game like Hogwarts Legacy, which to me felt really easy mm -hmm. uh, combat-wise, it, it just felt very simple. I think I've got the max 25 Wiganweld potions that you're allowed to hold because <laughs> I haven't been using them. This has been so much fun, and it's been something that I've been craving. I've been missing that that difficulty in games and playing... Destiny 2 Lightfall solo in legendary mode is a challenge and it's it's a welcome one. It's it's not so challenging that it's not fun um but it is it is challenging enough that I am enjoying getting stumped and having to figure out a new way to play the level to be able to get through it. And then it gives me that huge dopamine rush when I do <laughs> beat uh, even just one segment of a level, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just super pumped. <laughs> Legendary difficulty is a thing that Bungie introduced in the Witch Queen campaign, and every, it was so popular among the community because Destiny has longstanding been a game where once you have the aforementioned perfect build, right, perfect you pop in, weapons. you run a strike in three minutes, mm -hmm. and it's an easy game. It's just grinding. Yeah, and you're just kind of on the grind until you get to the end game content. Like if you're a PvP sweat, then Trials of Osiris is going to be right. murder on you. Or if you want to run a raid or a dungeon, uh, some maniacs solo these things, <laughs> and they still manage to get through it relatively easy. But when it comes to playing on Legendary difficulty, I was playing with uh, multiple different friends as I was going through the campaign. And it's really cool because not only is it less like harder at a base, but also they scale it according to how many people mm. you have with you. And so even running with three people, there were levels where we just had to try over and over again because it was just so brutal or there was one enemy who kept chasing us around. And speaking of new enemies, yeah, there are the Tormentors who are so cool. 
a easily the most challenging like base enemy that we have seen in Destiny yet, I think. Yeah. We haven't had enemies that are this complicated to defeat. Because we had the Lightbearer Guardian uh, Hive mm-hmm. in Witch Queen, which proved difficult, but there there were always the workarounds with right. them. But with the Tormentors, <laughs> the first of all, they have multiple phases for mm-hmm. just as an enemy um, mini-boss who shows up in the little of something. Multiple phases can terrify you if you're not, if you're underprepared. But you, you break their shoulders and then they start chasing you around the map. And where and if they grab you, if they grab you, you're, you're dead. dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> so playing solo, you can imagine my fear <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when my screen turns red and that thing starts chasing me. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> run away. But it's such an excellent way to mix up how someone plays because yeah. you look at a game like Call of Duty uh, where if you're playing through the campaign of that, you just hide behind your cover, you pop out, and you shoot. And it's the same thing in Destiny. You find your cover, or if you're a titan, you put mm-hmm. up your barrier. If you're a hunter, you're dodging around. There, there are the abilities that mix up the gameplay a lot. And there are some builds that are focused around running into the enemies. Right. But all of a sudden, when you're playing on Legendary Difficulty, you're keeping an eye on your health, you're playing it a lot safer... And then this massive thing comes <laughs> running towards you and forces you out of cover. And it forces you to change how you play mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. And what's typically frustrating about that is he'll come out and chase you out of cover and then other people will spawn in. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's the worst timing. <laughs> uh-huh. And the the legendary uh, game mode does lend itself really well to that too because typically they'll throw in those tormentors at the end of a big portion where you just already had to deal with uh-huh. a ton of enemies that you just had to kill, and then he'll show up, and it's like, if I die to this, then I'll have, have to, to redo restart the whole, the whole yep. thing, the whole which encounter. is really fun, and it's stressful, and it's it's enjoyable. It is a good new enemy. It It's very interesting, and it adds a new way to play the game. Mm-hmm. Forces you to think on your feet. Right. Same deal with, and this is a, a, you know, a level-to-level basis. Each one is designed differently. But there are levels where you feel like maybe you can just hide and take out enemies. Um, But then you jump down to where you need to be, and they'll all respawn. And so (laughs) it it does force you to think on your feet. It forces you to not just stick to what you know you can do. And Destiny has always been excellent when it comes to the casual gunplay of the game. Right. There, there's a reason why so many people have stuck to Destiny so long, despite all of their gripes that they continue to complain about on Twitter, because Destiny is a fun game to play. Mm-hmm. Space magic, the shooting, it all feels excellent. And just running around either solo or with your friends, and obviously... I think we've mentioned before, but Destiny as an experience is better with more people. Right. But it's still just a fun game to play. Yeah. Again, I've been playing alone, and I've still been having a lot of fun with with this new campaign and the, the level design that I've been seeing. And going into the level design, I have absolutely adored how, like, each of the levels in Lightfall have been, have had, like, a memorable moment. Mm-hmm. There, there are some gripes about the story that I'll talk about when we go into our review of like what we're going to grade it. But as you're going through 
even if the story isn't the most compelling at the moment, Mm -hmm. there are just some moments where you're getting to the gameplay and then something cool shows up and you have this hero moment, I think Bungie likes to call them. And there are just so many excellent parts of the gameplay where you're in this level and something happens. And I don't want to spoil it because it Uh kind of ruins it. But there, there are just so many experiences that I would tell you profusely about how Uh, much I enjoyed this thing happening. The gameplay, I think, probably... For for this DLC, for this campaign, that's been what I've been enjoying most about the game. It's... It's been... What has stood out to me. So, the design of the game... If you've played any of Destiny 2, no big rehaul. But what I can say is that Niamuna is awesome. I love it. It's such a big change to our typical Destiny patrol areas. Mm -hmm. It looks really different. It looks really cool. And it's it's a full-on city, and you walk past areas with with buildings, and they've got, like, doors. And I've, like, gone inside of some of Mm -hmm. them. It's not just like this giant, these big empty rectangles, you know, that make it look cool, which it would. But there are actually areas where you can, like, go inside of them. And I've been walking around and I've, like, gone into places I'm like, oh, am I meant to go in here? And nope, it's just a building. Mm-hmm. That, it's like you can go inside of it because it's a building and that's how buildings work. <laughs> and so it's, it's cool and it's – they – they did more than they had to with Niamuna, and I recognize that, and I appreciate it, and it's really cool. Niamuna lends itself really well to the verticality of the new ability of the grapple. There are grapple points that can be found around the city, mm-hmm. but also just the... A lot of people have compared the city itself to a cyberpunk design with all the neon lights mm-hmm. and the moving elements and just the multi-leveled stuff. And it, it's just such a fun location to explore. And there, it's not just the city as well because you have the, uh, I believe it's the Typhon Imperator, which is Callus's command ship, which is crash-landed or intentionally crashed right next to the city. And it's just this looming, mm-hmm. massive ship that's just watching you this entire yeah. time. And then you have these coral shoals areas that you can go explore off to the side. And there, there's just so much variation, and color, and vibrancy to this new area that is so fun. And I mentioned the level design before, but just the way that the levels play out, the direction that they have, the variation in them. The first level you play had me thinking back to the Red War, the launch of Destiny mm. 2, and I absolutely adored it. And then right after that, you're on Neomuna and you're exploring this new city area yeah. that's so vibrant and colorful versus the grunge of the inside of a uh, cabal warship. Mm-hmm. And just the way that it plays out is so cool. So design, again, I mean, no huge rehaul, but mm-hmm. the things that they have added in do look really cool. And to, to add on, the design of the new subclass, Strand, yeah. is very sick. It it's looks, so fun. it's, again, not to uh, overemphasize the, the uniqueness of the new <laughs> DLC, but it is very different to the previous subclasses. 
where previously we've seen a bunch of uh, throw something, an explosion across different yeah. subclasses, you know, and there are different ways of showing that. But this is not that way. You know, it's this weird stringy green effect and mm-hmm. it's cool and it looks it it does look very unique. And the sound the design too is just like yeah, as you subclass. grapple onto something mm-hmm. or as you summon like the rope dart, I mean a hunter, right. and you start spinning it around and throwing it at different enemies. Mm-hmm. So that is another piece of the design that I think is mm-hmm. they they did a really good job on. Back to Emperor Callus, his design is fun, um, pretty similar to what we had before with him. He's got his new witness duds. Mm-hmm. He is the. It's a, it's. Minor spoiler to say that he's the final boss of the main campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh my gosh, that boss fight. <laughs> it's, oh, I am enthralled by it. Mm-hmm. Just the location, the, the the tenseness of the situation, yeah. and Callus's design. And he is a big boy. Mm-hmm. He is a we very said before he trunked. Very big boy. Mm-hmm. And but just ugh. And then we we mentioned before, but the tormentors visually are super cool. The They're tormentors, uncanny yeah. valley. They're lanky but also big mm-hmm. and swole and it makes them actually a little bit freaky when they chase after yeah. you. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, what the <laughs> what is this thing?" Uh-huh. And then uh, the last um well, not the the last character design. I I want I want to talk about the um Niamuna people cloud striders the, the cloud striders there the, I think this is where people are kind of getting their cyberpunk visualization for Niamuna <laughs> cuz that mostly comes from them uh you know they're kind of semi robotic um, got their cybernetic enhancements mm-hmm. uh it it does look cool they're they're larger which is a fun design choice and that they're not just more people so they do look cool. They're, the way that they sail around on their hoverboard things, also very sick. Dialogue-wise, <laughs> meh. <laughs> yeah, that, that can be said about a good amount of the Lightfall campaign. Because the thing is, with with playing Lightfall, there are a lot of things that happen in the story I would not say there are a lot of significant story beats. Yeah. And tonally, Lightfall is kind of all over the place. You have some moments that are really serious, and then right after that, you go talk to Nimbus, and he's like, Watcha! Watcha! I'm a cool uh, hipster kid. Yeah, it's like, what the? Nimbus, <laughs> look up. Yeah, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and if, if you were to look at uh, just public reviews, like if you look at the Steam reviews for Lightfall, a lot of people are very put off by the tone of Lightfall, the progress that is made in the story. There are its downsides to it. And while I'm not blind to that, I, I will admit I'm biased because of how much I love Destiny. It It's still upsetting to see that we don't learn as much in the story as we expected from how much they were hyping it up. Mm-hmm. 
But then you're playing through and you're like, well, I'm, I'm hoping for more here. But then you have a cool moment where you fight a tormentor on top of a skyscraper and things are exploding around you. And you're like, this is so cool. Uh-huh. And so when it comes into how much fun I've had playing Lightfall, even though I have said time and again that I'm a big story person, I kind of forget about the story when it comes to just running around and shooting things with superpowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually the the last design I do want to touch on is The Witness. <laughs> We, we saw the witness at the end of uh, Witch Queen, but, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. It is uh, really cool. The eyes are maybe a bit too big, but, <laughs> but, but the rest of it is really, really sick. Just the, the um, voice hearing, like, all these multiple voices, and you see they've got this cloudy head yeah. that's showing a bunch of faces in right. it. It is a really... Sick design. And Destiny always does really well in their intro yeah, intro to the campaign cinematics. Absolutely. And this one is no exception. They always lean really hard into, oh, you know what? This would look really sick. Let's do that. <laughs> and so you get this image in the opening shot of the witness moving towards the traveler while all his pyramid things surround it. And it is just a cool shot. And you know that they did it just because they thought it would look cool. You know, but it worked. (laughs) But it did. Yeah, it did look cool. cool, So, (laughs) Um, yeah. It it is a really cool character design with, like, the faces that come out of the smoke that comes from his head. It is sick. And it's, it's part of what's cool is that it's not your typical destiny enemy. Yeah. You know, it's not a design that you see anywhere else. In the game, they're they're entirely unique. They have their like moving plates. That's a part of the robe. And right. Again, another huge fan. thumbs up for huge that. Fan. So, we're now uh, fully moving into the fun factor of the game. How much fun you have playing it. How much you enjoy it. Um, you know, we touched on the elements of the story that are kind of meh, which does take away from it. And again, looking at like the Steam reviews and and other reviews of it, that has taken it down a lot. Mm. And while I am going to let that, you know, add uh, some detriment to what I think of it, um, the gameplay, I've been enjoying it so much that it does overshadow it. So I, I don't think it is as bad as as some people are making it out to be Mm. like it's like the end of the world it's like this is horrible it's not you know it's it's it is what it is for a long-standing destiny fan this is not the kind of thing that's going to shut you down from the game forever it remains the case that destiny is a fun game to play and with strand with new weapons with new ways to manipulate and maneuver around the world destiny is has and always will be a fun game to play. It's fun to run around and shoot things with superpowers and using the new grapple. Like, just look up some of the videos of the creative ways (laughs) people have used a grapple. And it's like, I want to try that. I want to fire a rocket and grapple onto that and just fly Mm. across a map. And so, even though the story has not been receiving its great acclaim, the gameplay in and of itself is so much fun. And there are a lot of those moments that I mentioned before 
where as you're playing through the story, the story's kind of meh, but then you have this one really cool moment and you just forget about mm-hmm. everything that's going on because you're so enthralled by what's happening right in front of you. And so it's a game to be enjoyed in the moment. So fun factor. I mean, taking everything into account, I do think if if you are in the Destiny 2 world and, and the negative reviews were maybe kind of putting you off, I, I wouldn't let them. It's It does add a lot, just gameplay-wise. It adds a lot of new mechanics that I think are just a blast and, and worthwhile. Difficulty of the game, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. When playing in Legendary mode, it is legitimately a challenge. Which is amazing. Yeah, it's really, really cool that they're able to do that. Going into it, I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, I was kind of worried it would be too easy that that they might make it too easy for somebody playing alone and that it would only really get challenging when you add in more people and they up the difficulty but playing legendary mode solo has like seriously I don't know if if I'm just trash at destiny <laughs> I don't think I am but it is seriously tough and it is really cool that it is I've I've been loving that it's made me really, really happy yeah. that it is. And also that difficulty makes is uh, made worthwhile by the rewards you can get for it. Because yeah. Destiny, we, we haven't mentioned, but Destiny is the kind of game where you are on the grind. You're looking for gear that has a higher number than the other gear. Mm-hmm. I think Bungie does it well. It still can be a slog sometimes, but Legendary Difficulty, when you play through it, first of all, it gives you double rewards. But then also when you complete the campaign, it gives you an armor set that'll buff you all the way up to past the soft power cap and you also are given an exotic armor piece to choose from as a reward at the end of the campaign and so the legendary difficulty is hard it's worthwhile and it is so it makes it so much more rewarding when you finally defeat that tormentor after you've been sweating your brows off Mm -hmm. and it's just such an it makes it so much more engaging you care a lot more about what you're choosing for what abilities it plays into a fun experience. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it is challenging. And even for when you are playing with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you've had... There was one level where you play with Strand, the, the new subclass. And I oh, I died so many times. And I, <laughs> we it, first, I was playing it with one other person. We tried it so many times before it was too late and we had to go to bed. <laughs> but then we came back at it with three people and we still had to try a couple more times before we finally got through it. But it was so rewarding when we finally beat it. So when it comes to um, rating, so first age rating. It's a teen rated game. It's a teen rated. Honestly, I... Uh, my original thought was um, 10 and up. And it's, it's I mean, you are, you know, you're, you're shooting weapons and stuff, but it's, a, it's space weapons that shoot laser stuff, and mm-hmm. it's uh, aliens. And they don't um, even bleed. No, they don't bleed. You just see, like, stuff fly off of them. Not, like, gross stuff. Giblets. <laughs> <like, laughs> <Gymnasts. laughs> and so, honestly, I, I would even say that it could be younger. The only thing that uh, deters me from saying that is 
for one, the difficulty if you want to play in legendary mode, which again you don't have to. Yeah. Um, but for two, um, the the complicated nature of build crafting of build crafting in the game, I think might be too much for people who are under ten. Not to say that I mentally am under 10 and so it's too much for me. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I don't think you've got a chance at, at, at making that work if you're below that age. But maybe you're a really talented 8-year-old, in which case, go off, kid. <laughs> Pop off, queen. <laughs> yeah. So if if you want to play, if if it is too hard in legendary mode for somebody who's 10 years old, again... Playing with other people is a huge part of the game. Mm-hmm. So if you want to play with like your parents or a sibling or something, I think anybody who's like ten and up could have a ton of fun playing it. Our our actual feelings on the game, our our number rating out of a hundred of the game, um, I'm giving it a seventy. Pretty much all that seventy comes from the gameplay and from how much fun I've had just playing the the levels and the difficulty of it and the challenge that it's been and the reward that I've gotten from beating certain levels, the new elements that they've added to the game through the subclasses, the the tormentors, all of that 70 comes from the gameplay itself, from how much fun I've had playing it. Because story-wise, again, it's, it's kind of been mad to me. Dialogue-wise, it's felt off. Mm. Some of the specifically Nimbus, I don't know what's up with they. With they they just have <laughs> no gauge of what's going just on. Weird. Um, it felt to me like it was an adult writing team trying to guess what a hipster space teen would talk like, and it does not come off well. It, it yeah, it's just chunky and weird, and so I. My my rating for the game is a seventy, which, again, it's it's solid. And if you wanna play it, you will have a fun time. As as a diehard Destiny junkie, <laughs> personally, I'm going to give it a seventy four, and it it plays into what's been said because gameplay wise, just as fun as ever. Uh, personally, I love the simplified armor changes. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Strand. A lot of people were complaining about it, but that was before they actually got access to the fragments and everything, and now everyone's making videos of how cracked it is. <laughs> and just as a Destiny experience, it's more Destiny. If, if you enjoy Destiny, you're going to enjoy Lightfall. It's just fun to play. Story-wise, there aren't as many big reveals. You don't learn a lot from what goes on. You end the game with more questions than answers, <laughs> but it's more Destiny, and I love Destiny, and even though Witch Queen's story was better, I'm still just having such a blast playing through Lightfall. Which brings our final rating of Destiny 2 Lightfall to a 72 out of 100. So who should play this? This is the question we're going to leave on. Again, for those of you who have been sticking around with Destiny and maybe the negative reviews turned you off from from Lightfall, you were like, oh, people aren't liking this. I guess I won't pick it up. I 
would honestly ignore those. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they have their reasons for being negative, but it's mostly the things that we've covered, and it's not enough that it it de- it deters me from uh, enjoying the game. It's it's actually sitting down and playing it. I've been having a lot of fun. And so I if you are if you've stuck around and you've been playing Destiny for a while, you're going to like it mm-hmm. just as much as I feel any other expansion gameplay wise and then story, you know, you might like it less, but it'll still add on to the Destiny lore and in that way it'll be interesting to you. I wish I could tell you how cool the level design is without spoiling the missions, <laughs> but you you just have to pick it up and play it if you're a Destiny player because I I cannot stop praising how cool each level is, how how much variation there is in it, how much it forces you to think differently. It makes the Destiny experience continue but feel refreshed in a way that changes your gameplay. If you're coming into this as a new player, I have a friend who very recently a week or two ago, picked up Destiny. He picked it up and he had no idea how to play the game. He had to look up a YouTube video on how to play the game. And so if you're thinking about now is a time to get into Destiny, I would either have a friend who plays the game who can help you through it or be willing to do a little bit of research because while it's worthwhile, it's fun to play and it's definitely an addiction to get into, Destiny is a hard game to pick up right now. Under a similar vein, if you were maybe playing Destiny 2 at the start and then you dropped off, this is a similar boat to, to what I was in. If if you were playing and maybe got like one or two DLCs into it and then stopped and, y- and you haven't picked it up since then, if, if you're waiting for a reason to come back to the game, I this is not it. Witch Queen is. Um, go play Witch Queen. Yeah, like there... There are DLCs that are maybe worth going back into to play. Um, if you're not already invested in Destiny 2, and I, I don't think that there's anything about this one that's going to be more special to you than any of the other ones. And so I, I would not recommend this game to somebody who is like maybe looking for a reason to get back into it because I don't think this is it. But it's a heck of fun time. It is fun. And... While I've been playing alone, play with friends. Yeah. It'll, you'll have a better time. Hey, I've, I've been enjoying it playing alone, but play with friends. Destiny it, is f- more fun with friends. Uh-huh. As, as with most things. As with life. In, in life. Destiny is life. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 